Hi, and welcome to the Living Room Scripture Lessons. My name is Brad Constantine, and this podcast series is going to be about the book of Genesis. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort has been made to, to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. If you're interested in a deep analysis of the book of Genesis, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy what you hear here, and if you have any questions, you can share, link, and subscribe. Thank you. Hi, and welcome back to the Genesis podcast. This discussion is going to be regarding Genesis chapter 23. Before we get into the actual verses, I want to, there's a couple things I want to read here. First of all, as we talked about the offering of Isaac last week, Abraham lives many years uh, after that, yet scarcely any event worth record in the scriptures occurred during their course. The first thing we afterwards read is the death of Sarah at the age of 127. She is the only woman whose age is recorded in scripture. The distinction being probably due to her position towards believers, as stated in 1 Peter 3.6. Isaac was at the, at the time 37 years old, and Abraham once more resident in Hebron. The account of Abraham's purchase of a burying place from the children of Heth is exceedingly pictorial. It also strikingly exhibits like Abraham's position in the land as a stranger and a pilgrim, and yet his faith in his future possession thereof. The treaty for the field and cave of Machpelah, either the double cave or else the separated place or the undulating spot, that's what it means, which Abraham wished to purchase for a burying place was carried on in public assembly at the gate of the city as the common eastern fashion is. The patriarch expressly acknowledged himself a stranger and a sojourner among the children of Heth and the sacred text emphatically repeats again and again how Abraham stood up and bowed himself to the people of the land. On the other hand, they carry on their negotiations in the true Eastern fashion, first offering any of their own sepulchers, since Abraham was confessedly among them a prince of God, rendered in our version a mighty prince, then refusing any payment for Machpelah for finishing up by asking its fullest price, or fullest value, in its true Oriental manner. My Lord, hearken unto me, the land is worth 400 shekels of silver, about 50 guinea or about $7,000 today. What is that betwixt me and thee? In contrast, Abraham truly stands out prince, like in his courtesy and in his dealings. And so the field and cave were secured to him, a burying place, Abraham's only possession, in a land that was to be his forever. But even in this purchase of a permanent family burying place, Abraham showed his faith in the promise, just as many centuries later the prophet Jeremiah showed his confidence in the promised return of Judah from Babylon by purchasing a field in Anathoth. In this cave of Machpelah lie treasured the remains of Abraham and Sarah, of Isaac and Rebekah, of Leah also, and the embalmed bodies of, jo of Jacob and perhaps Joseph. No other spot <clears throat> in the Holy Land holds so much precious dust as this, and it is among all the so-called holy places the, whole, the only one which is today, which today can be pointed out with perfect certainty. Their bodies uh, have been resurrected when Jesus was resurrected and are exalted. Since the Muslim rule, it has not been accessible to either Christian or Jew. The site over the cave itself is covered by a Mohammedan, a Mohammedan sanctuary, which stands enclosed within a quadrangular building, 200 feet long, 115 wide, and 50 or 60 high, the walls of which are divided by pilasters about five feet apart and two and a half feet wide. This building, with its immense stones, one of which is no less than 38 feet long, must date from the time of David or of Solomon. The mosque within it was probably anciently a church, and in the cave below its floor 
are the patriarchal sepulchers. Now we know that, that this was uh, excavated or uh, searched in the 1960s and they found no bodies there. That's because they've all been resurrected. Verse one, and Sarah was 127 years old and she died and thus ended the years of the life of Sarah. Verse two, and Sarah died in Kirjath Arba, the name, the same is now called Hebron in the land of Canaan. And Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her, his wife, which was dead. It is often noted that Abraham is the father of the faithful and a tremendous example of faith and righteousness. Yet Sarah stood by his side throughout his life, not often in the limelight, but always as a great example of womanhood, faith and righteousness. The Doctrine and Covenant speaks of the righteous as being the seed of Abraham, but Peter also suggested that righteous women can be called the daughters of Sarah. Uh, Abraham stood up from before his dead and spake unto the sons of Heth, saying, I am a stranger or a resident alien and a sojourner with you. Give me a possession of a burying place with you that I may bury my dead out of my sight. And the children of Heth answered Abraham, saying unto him, Hear us, my lord, thou art a mighty prince or a prince of God among us in the choice of of our sepulchres bury thou thy dead. None of us shall withhold from thee his sepulcher, but that thou mayest bury thy dead. So they're offering their own sepulchres for their burying, for the burying places for Abraham. And Abraham stood up and bowed himself to the people of the land, even to the children of Heth. This is a meeting held in a public place to have witnesses of the, of the transaction. This was always held at the gate of the city. And he communed, uh, communed with them, saying, if it, if it be your mind that I should bury my dead out of my sight, hear me and entreat Ephron, the son of Zor, for me, that he may give me the cave of Machpelah, which he hath in the end of, of his field, for as much money as it is worth he shall have, if he will give it me for a possession of a burying place amongst you. And Ephron dwelt among the children of Heth, and Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in the audience of the children of Heth, among all of them, that went in at the gates of the city, saying, Hearken, my lord, and hear me, the field I give thee, and the cave that is therein I give, the, I give it thee, in the presence of the sons of my people, and I give it thee, therefore bury thy dead. And Abraham bowed himself uh, before the people of the land. And he spake unto Ephron in the audience of the people of the land, saying, I pray thee, hear me, if thou wilt take it of me, I will give thee money for the field, and I will bury my dead there, but I will give thee money for it. This land was all going to be Abraham's he, anyway. He didn't need to buy, he could have taken it, but he is humble and, and willing to pay for it. And Ephron answered Abraham, saying unto him, My Lord, hearken unto me, the land thou shalt have for 400 shekels of silver, what shall that be betwixt me and thee? Bury therefore thy dead. And Abraham hearkened unto Ephron, and Abraham weighed unto Ephron the silver, which he had named in the audience of the sons of Heth, 400 shekels of silver, which was the current with the, with the merchant. And the field of Ephron, which was in Machpelah, which was before Mamre, the field and the cave, which was therein, and all the trees that were in the field and that were in all the borders round about were made sure to Abraham for a possession in the presence of the children of Heth before all that went in at the gate of the city. And after this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field of Machpelah, which is before Mamre, the same is called Hebron in the land of Canaan. And the field in the cave that was therein were made sure unto Abraham for a possession of a burying place by the sons of Heth. Now, the cave of Machpelah is the world's most ancient Jewish site and the second holiest place for the Jewish people after the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. The cave and the adjoining field were purchased at full market price by Abraham some 3,700 years ago. 
Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Sarah, Rebekah, and Leah are all later buried in the same cave. These are considered the patriarchs and matriarchs of the Jewish people. The only one who is missing is Rachel, who was buried near Bethlehem, where she died in childbirth. The double cave, a mystery of a thousand years, was uncovered several years ago beneath the massive building, revealing artifacts from the early Israelite period some 30 centuries ago. The structure was built during the second temple period about 2,000 years ago by Herod, king of Judea, providing a place for gatherings and Jewish prayers at the gates or at the graves of the patriarchs. This uniquely impressive building is the only one that stands intact and still fulfills its original function after thousands of years. Foreign conquerors and invaders used the site for their own purposes, depending on their religious orientation. The Byzantines and Crusaders transformed it into a church, and the Muslims rendered it a mosque. About 700 years ago, the Muslims conquered Hebron, declared the structure a mosque, and forbade entry to Jews who were not allowed past the seventh step on a staircase outside the building. Upon the liberation of Hebron in 1967, the chief rabbi of the Israel Defense Forces, the late Mayor General Rabbi Shalomo Goren, was the first Jew to enter the cave of Machpelah. Since then, Jews have been struggling to regain their prayer rights at the site, still run by the Muslim religious trust that took control during the Arab conquest. Many restrictions are imposed on Jewish prayers and customs at the tomb of the patriarchs, despite the site's significance, primacy, and sanctity in Jewish heritage and history. Over 300,000 people visit uh, this place annually. The structure is divided into three rooms, uh, Ohel Avram, Ohel Yitzhak, and Ohel Yaakov. Uh, presently, Jews have no access to, to the largest room, with the exception of 10 days a year. The Jewish virtual library, when they excavated uh, the cave in 1993, it was empty. That's because these people have been resurrected. And uh, that's the end of chapter 23. I hope you've enjoyed this. I bear testimony to the truth of the gospel and of the scriptures and of Abraham's and of his being our, our father. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.